0: A pleasant good morning to you. I thank you sincerely for tuning in to me today and uh, for giving me the privilege of uh, your company at this time. As you know, the morning is the best part of the day. Before anything wrong has occurred, even during the lockdown, when the default setting may be bad, you know you woke up You may not have to go to work and you may be able to share your day with someone special or just embrace the differences. I mean, when else in your life have you experienced having all of your rights and privileges taken away just by the wave of a hand of somebody that you put in charge for your greater good? This is a fantastic time to have that experience. Who knows if it will ever happen again? And I know it sounds sarcastic, but it's fact. So good morning, and thank you for tuning in to this edition of Richard's Rant. I um was thinking about putting a description on the a general description for the rants on all of the platforms that we are on now and um, I didn't exactly figure out how or what to say as yet that's why there still isn't one because I was thinking that it is someone that tends to have a very unique perspective that can convince people of that unique perspective and help them to see that point of view that respects everyone's opinion but is governed by some sort of empathy or built-in moral code that everyone is equal and everyone should be happy and uh, if one person has to die then maybe nobody should live. But that's not quite what I want to say. And uh, where that got me is just having these unique thoughts. For example, we are hearing of COVID worldwide. But the world also includes the Amazon, the Sahara Desert, the Andes, the North Pole and Antarctica. Why isn't there any COVID reporting out of these areas? I don't expect our news station to necessarily send a correspondent, but they have internet in these areas. They have their own newscast. Are we missing something? So I did Google, and the information coming out from those areas is really that people that are not indigenous to the areas are taking COVID there. Just like um, the Europeans did to the Native Americans with smallpox and the blanket. So, I found it very interesting to me, personally, (laughs) that the virus is not there. So, is it that, uh... but it's, it's, it's not that interesting, but I did find it interesting. Right. The reason why I'm saying it's not that interesting is because we know the virus was spread through travel. So this means that people don't like to go there. So all of this doom and gloom about the end of the world might just be the end of our world as we know it. The world might be repopulated from people in these remote areas. They mightn't even realize the world ended. Not that I believe the world is ending. It's just that, you know, life finds a way and they're unconcerned another theory though is that the reason why we are being affected is because of the 5g upgrade and uh, and uh, the 5g is reducing our immune system and that is what is making us more receptive to the virus as opposed to being in these remote areas and of course the other theories would be that the poles don't have... As much COVID, because as you know, the vaccine does need to be in the cold. So they have a natural immunity. So the Eskimos, you know, they just chill. And uh, the Sahara Desert and other deserts do not have it because, well, sunlight kills COVID. Uh, For what it's worth, all intents and purposes, I just feel as though in this age that we live in, we owe it to ourselves to educate ourselves never before in human history did we have the amount of access to information that we do now never before did we have the ability to be united or divided as easily as we do now never did we have the ability to connect and assist or even break down each other as we do now And I think we owe it to ourselves to use the avenues that we have for good, preferably, for good. But bad does have a purpose. And as we know, if you don't have bad, then good will just be, well, the norm. So it won't be good again. So, you know, if you want to use it for bad, that's your inclination. That's your inclination. I wouldn't hold it against you. I just personally ask that you do not um, distress innocent people in your folly. You know, if you could be like Dexter and channel your bad habits in a positive way. Yeah, I'm all for that. I am all for that. It reminds me of a, a bank employee that used to well, this person had a lot of responsibilities, and uh, they were a teller, if I'm not mistaken, in the bank, through a bunch of circumstances, and it became, I'm trying to remember the story correctly, but what had happened is that the person' budget was very tight, and the bank when they did not balance who would want to take the difference from their pay however that's when they balance short when they balanced over it wasn't put into their pay <laughs> so that person started stealing from the bank and did it successfully when it was over they took the money and when it was under they used the same money that they took and put it back and the justification for them was also that um the bank has all of these checks and balances and regardless of how good they do their work or try to when they don't balance although they have all these checks and balances and people to double check the work nobody could find it so if nobody can find when you don't balance over or under then nobody could find it when you take the money and make it balance over or under and I guess that person was successful. So, I'm not sure what the moral of that story is like, do what you need to do, or. But I take it to mean that, you know, maybe there's a time and a place for everything. There's a time and a place for good and for bad. So, from the newspaper that I read today. Firstly, I had to read two days worth of newspapers because I actually did not do a rant. The rant, now, I'm pleased to say, uh, done days in advance is growing and I'm pleased with that because what I'd like to do is take uh, maybe a month off and look at ways of innovating and really making sure that this program is special for you. And uh, it continues to grow because I am enjoying communicating with you in this way and the privilege of doing so. So, yesterday I actually was not able to record because the newspaper had absolutely nothing in it. And I already did a rant called Tree Murderer. So I didn't want to repeat it, but uh, had no idea what was actually in there at all. But today, there was a lot, actually, there was a lot of things that caught my attention. There's also a lot of fluff, but there's a lot of things that caught my attention. And the first one was that... Some days ago, the uh, two of our ministers, our public servants, found a heart and they cried. Personally, their tears annoyed me and it seemed to annoy the population because the only thing that transpired was memes and people making fun of it. The best one I saw was uh, hire Uncle Didi to cry at a funeral and the price range for you know, social crying, all the way to throwing yourself on the coffin was listed. So I personally was annoyed by the statement because your purpose as a leader is to inspire. And what they are doing is creating fear and discord. And I don't like it and they continuously not looking at the big picture and continuously be behaving as though this is something temporary and they are constantly putting a temporary fix on a permanent solution that is having these insane ramifications that were already discussed and i promised i would not discuss it again so i'm not getting sucked into that but that is the reason why i really didn't care for their tears. That and the fact that their salary was unencumbered throughout the entire process. And if it is you care enough to be crying, I think that you could donate all of your salary actually because your allowances are what the rest of us actually use our salary to do. So you could donate the salary and keep the allowances and still be perfectly fine. If you care that much. However from his tears because there were people liming on the promenade that alone antagonized me because you don't understand that these people are not liming on the promenade sir they are living on the promenade that is their home they may have a resident that they actually collect their mail But that is not where they live. That is their home. That is where they spend their time. That is where they socialize. That is where they get the psychological relief that they need to function and to keep them alive. That is their livelihood. And furthermore, it had no contact tracing back to the promenade anyway and none of them have COVID and it's only themselves that they interact with nobody does interact with them having said that though there are other people that would use the promenade but they also are typically the same people that they are custom socializing with as well in other words it's not like there's a mass commingling of people from the promenade especially since the country is on lockdown so it is not this random cross-section of Trinidadians that, you know, traverse all the corners to meet. No, it, it it doesn't happen. So no, I am not one to be, oh, let's lock down the promenade. But Uncle Diddy cried and, you know, now it locked up. I did pass by and i saw the people whose home was basically taken away from them staring at the promenade looking like you know they're in mourning and i felt it for them but that wasn't in the newspaper none of that of course because that would inquire actual investigation journalism empathy knowledge of the surroundings knowledge of the natural workings of things how people actually function in this environment and to be able to be sensitive to the change recognize it and articulate it so that is not what you just actually go to journalism school and get a degree and government this pay for you to get this degree through gate to do you just really do it so that you could cut and pay stuff and get paid at the end of the month so none of what i said would be in the newspaper however what was in the newspaper was the sanitizing of the promenade. The promenade was closed for four or five days at the time of doing this rant. And you sanitize and they, who who is paying for this? That has always been my concern, who paying for this? Why it is you sanitizing the promenade if nobody was on it for five days? It has some information that say that the the, the, the virus living within the, the cracks and the pavers or the the um the new buds of the trees or the flowers or on the concrete of the benches or the concrete of the tables that you know COVID will find a home there. Who pays for these things? Is is, is it really that you're trying to steal money? Still, which I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, a five hundred thousand dollar Christmas tree that was just four months ago. Five months ago. Because we're in May. And um, how much did it cost to rename Queen Street, Queen Penny Commission, Queen Janelle, Penny Commission, and to rename Charlotte Street, Chinatown, but it's still Charlotte Street, and to put up the pillars. So I wouldn't be, it wouldn't be gasp, like, oh my God, if it's to steal money. But I mean, could you add... Let the people just do the gardening on the promenade, no? Let this be the time for the trees and the foliage to recover from the onslaught of urine that they perpetually have to deal with daily and that potent, thick, yellow, smelly urine that comes from dehydration and the consumption of uh, beverages like hard wine and beer rum. Let the plants get a chance to recover from those things, you know? You don't need to steal money for that. And even if it is you have money, to play the ass with the sanitizer, Why you go and sanitize the police station in Santa Flora and these places where the Venice come in and bring all the different variations? And, and half uh, of the policemen are like, sick. Oh gosh! All all your teeth in together, well, I show all in a whatsapp group. They same my bit have whatsapp group for all of the, the country band in the country, from guns to drugs. So if you want to kill somebody, you just need to know somebody in the right group to put a message for you. I show all of them in a whatsapp group talking about how much money the teeth from the country today. Oh gorgeous, at least teeth with a conscience. You know, is, is that an unreasonable or unrealistic expectation? Just deal with our conscience. And uh, as I said before, the uh, reason, the issue I have is that they're inspiring this doom and gloom. In my opinion, the COVID report should not go. The cases continue to rise and the parallel healthcare system would be overwhelmed. And we are appealing to citizens to please, please. No, I really think it should go, okay, so today what has happened is that we noticed the numbers are such and such and uh, unfortunately such and such has died and we would extend our sincere condolences to those persons and we will be taking the steps to reduce the fatalities as well. In spite of these people dying and the loss that can never be replaced to our country, our citizens, their families, their loved ones, we are letting you know that getting COVID is not a death sentence. Um, If you do get it, please go out to the health centers, follow the instructions and get tested so that we can know so that we can monitor you and follow the steps to isolate so that you would be okay. Because although it is not a death sentence, yes, it is very uncomfortable to have it. It's very debilitating. And on top of that, it is possible you may die, but it is not a default death sentence. That is how it is. I think it it, it should be done. and we appeal to the citizenry we know that it's you feel as though you would be imprisoned and you haven't done anything wrong Uh, we understand the economic heartache and hardships and all of that and what we will be doing is x y and z towards relief and we are working continuously on an economic recovery plan and a plan to get back to life as normal and function with the disease and we would continuously have updates on the present and what we are hoping for the future. We can do this, Trinidad and Tobago, our nation's watchwords are together we aspire and together we will achieve this. That is the kind of thing that I want to tune into, not 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 or not, um, the jackass in this scene. Anyway. And it's not even as though I don't have a template for this already. People die from all kind of crap all the time. And and we placate it, pacify it. Uh, People in the line of fire in the defense force. Automatically heroes. People that die in war automatically heroes and, and you know we appreciate your sacrifice we already first responders all of that we already have provisions for that you have being in these professions is not a death sentence but it's a chance that you could die and it have provisions in place for it pension for the family um, and a state burial and, and all of these things so it's, it's not like creating something uncharted here you know Anyway, in this newspaper, Auntie Kam Kam come out. She came to work today. She was calling, she called out all the right things, but my only issue was that she highlighted the problems without showing solutions. She didn't, however, go and have specific requests, so it wasn't commerceful. Like what she wanted was an audit of the grants that were given. Because so many people are saying that they did not get their grants, but so much money was spent. And the information is not quite reconciling. So, yeah, you know, I could get behind that. But um other than that, I would have preferred for her to say the same thing I just said earlier as to solutions and what we can do moving forward. But who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe she will get there. And the same applies for her. She had a right by now to say take my salary and do with it as you will, for the benefit of the people of our beloved twin island state of Trinidad and Tobago. Because I care about you. I care about the people. But now they're thinking so. Still not even she really, you know, but if she was in power, you know, we would have been getting money. You would be getting money. You could have WhatsApp, Kamala, and either phone card, and your phone would have got up. And, of course, you know that um, India continues the trend in the news. But today, it was that a bunch of bodies came floating by. For those of you all that watched one of my favorite movies, War of World, with Tom Cruise, you remember scenes with bodies floating by in the river. As the aliens would harvest humans for their blood to feed some vegetation that would have made the planet more hospitable to them. And they, they were discarding the bodies through the waterways. Doesn't quite make sense to me because then it would float into the sea. and But, you know, maybe they were just more concerned with the land. I don't know. But, um yeah, so bodies went floating by. And the autopsies said that it wasn't COVID-related. <laughs> the deaths. So I was thinking that now is a good time to commit murder in India. That person that you always say now will kill you. You know, now is the time. Time has come. Yep. That's what I'm thinking. But speaking of a good time to murder, Uncle Gigi is going after. Persons that are having ridiculous thoughts like that one that I just shared. People that sit down and create voice notes stating, You all, I am a nurse in Quora and I'm telling you that today. Sing is lying. It have a million people in here and everybody sneezing and coughing on each other. And COVID, the COVID so tick, you could see it. You don't even need a microscope. You could see it. When it is you're walking, the COVID asking you a good day and you're taking your vitals. You see, the people are creating those voice notes. That, of course, not that ridiculous. um, Apparently, there's a law that says that you can't do that. I personally do not believe that it is actually punishable or able to be charged because the electronic laws are very vague and very lacking. And of course, I do believe that that is deliberate to allow the continuous stealing of money and all of that. The law that he quoted to me is one for if I decide to stand up in public and say, you let me go and kill Gary. That is inciting public violence and all of that. But in terms of me sending a voice note, you have to figure out that that came from my phone. You have to get subpoenas to do that as well. You have to then figure out my intent because you can't persecute somebody without intent. And did I give permission for it to be shared all all of these things so i think that is just a scare tactic and i hate when it is adults treat adults like if it is they're somehow inept of processing information and i'm not disputing that some adults are inept in processing information but again as a leader you are supposed to know the desired outcome that will be beneficial to all and you're supposed to package the information in a respectful way to bring about that this way that we have like i name man who i in charge nobody afraid you the criminals have bigger guns than you crime has not gone down despite all of your best efforts and on top of that you get in suit if it is people want to work with you they will work with you but if it is people working with you by force all of their energy is really going in towards escaping you and getting rid of you so try your best. You know like how they the crucified Jesus, but people like him. So 2,000 years later, he's still being worshipped. Yeah. Buddha, all the saints of the Catholic church, and so forth. You know? Yeah? hmm Anyway, fortunately, there was other news in the paper that I prefer, that I like personally. Unfortunately, it's not clickbait or... You know, it's not the type of headlines that most people would gravitate towards but it's what i like there is a snow cone man <laughs> he's old and he's driving an old car uh, that he took care of all of his life and i just like that the newspaper did that story um i don't know i liked the energy of it if that makes any sense because it wasn't anything really amazing but it was just nice to read about the comfortable life that this person appeared to have he was one of 11 children family was working in the cane field he was a little bit different he got a job out of the cane field and uh, then he was promoted to sales clerk and from sales clerk think that, that was a promotion when that's entry level now but you know from sales clerk he it was raining a day he see a girl outside he talked to the girl Married she a month later i feeded her more in that motor than the Pessy, but you know it was a different time and they stayed married of course they had five children and he then started selling snow cones and he had a particular route in a particular time to be in particular places and he had to strategize and compete with bigger snow cone vendors and cafeterias and other options over the decades and uh, yeah that, i find that was amazing he put all his children through school everybody good now everybody big in their sense and you know he he just they're comfortable coning out the rest of his life content at a life well lived you know and he he lived in the sentiment of my good morning he lived it forever for 70 something years and you know i i it's 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 just nice that he had love he had family he had the community respects him to the point that he has an article in the newspaper he said he was never robbed although he doesn't have any security and he's grateful and um a lot of people has confided in him over the years so he even had the respect of his community i don't know i it it sounds like a dream to me it it sounds amazing yeah and uh, the most important thing for me what i think should be the most important thing right now is focusing on the business sector and how they are doing what they are doing Massey made 304 million dollars in profits so far for the year mind you the government is 10 billion dollars over 10 billion dollars in debt for the year so far and they recently took yet another loan from China to buy vaccines but Massey made 314 million in profit so far and they did it because they recognized the TTV and of the government and they took the profits that they had and they reinvested it in stocks, shares, and bonds. In other words, they were doing trading. And they made another a little internal company slash department. I forget the name of it. Probably Massey Trading. or so some stripping And from that, they were able to generate an insane amount of profits. That led to their bottom line. Of course, the flagship or the most popular of Massey brands is Massey Stores. And the grocery would always make money but all of their other assets would be affected. And that trading took care of all of that. And many times in this podcast, you would have heard me say, why don't they take the money that they have, invest it, make more and get shit done? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I also saw an investment brokerage company um, giving advice, but I didn't like the advice. That's why I didn't write it. The one piece of advice that they give, neither that I'm qualified or a financial analyst. I just live life and, you know, so it just didn't resonate with me. But the one thing that did is that they said, pay yourself first and think about your future. But then they went on to lose points by saying, oh, we are not saying don't pay your bills and don't keep your commitments. Well, then you're talking shit because the reason why it is we don't have money to invest in the future is because we're paying bills and stuff. And what I had to learn the hard way is that my money is my money. Not because I owe you money means that I am going to give it to you. It's still mine. And I could do whatever the ass I want to do with it. The only way that you get to get my money is through intimidation tactics. But there isn't anything else you could do. In Dubai, you could be in prison. This saying there. You get bad credit. Okay. You should have bad credit because you can't pay your bills. What you want to do? Keep trying to get loans? No. And to get around the bad credit, every couple of years, your credit history does reset. And in addition to that, get a guarantor, get a friend. Get credit socially instead of financially and let someone assist you the next time around. But, of course, make sure that you don't end up in the same situation. You don't do that to somebody else. But, yeah, your money is your money and you in charge of you. And every debt that you have is insured. So if it is you die, they still get paid. So who really losing out? You have to take care of you. Where finances are concerned. And yours. But that's not the advice that they give. And that's why it It really wasn't written. Another one that I saw, two actually, one guy lived in England. His mummy made him come home because of Corona, and he did. But of course, after living in England and coming here, he was frustrated. And one of the things that he noticed is that you can't get anything delivered to you. So he created an app, of course. Why that um, only tickled me slightly is because the reason why he was able to create an app, have an office in St. and have employees is obviously because he cometh from money. He said that he was able to give his idea to investors. Investors, my ass. He went to his friends, and they probably have shares, and that's how it is he's doing what he's doing. The same way that once upon a time, I had an idea before YouTube had music on it. Yes, remember, I'm a senior millennial. I had an idea to have an app. Well, well, a website, we didn't quite have apps yet, called mytunes.com, an obvious play on iTunes. And it was supposed to focus on local music a lot. And it was supposed to have all of their contact information for bookings and all of that. Because at that time, I was working at a magazine. And it was always difficult to get in contact with celebrities to do the articles. And all I was able to do was create the website. That was that. If I had friends, we probably may not have been meeting on this platform right now. But so it goes. Or so it went. And the last one was that this dude is only 32. He also has a company. But he started trading. And he started trading when he was 18. And uh, he got good at it. And he moved from strength to strength in terms of first training people to trade Um, building up his reputation and then reinvesting his earnings, getting a company, getting licenses to trade in different territories. And yeah, so, you know, these things are inspiring. It's the way forward. It's the way to create wealth. It's the way to start something. Uh, It's the way to be able to have the lifestyle that you want without having to sap your knee with lima coal. You know, and those things are inspiring. And that's where I think all of our minds should be. So, that's why I'm ending on those notes. The happy life, thinking outside the box, and financial freedom and independence. So, thank you for tuning in to this edition of Richard's Rant. I always appreciate you so much. And uh, subscribe. the vibe and comment towards our betterment. Have a good day. Vibes.